Hello, and welcome back to Practicing Human, the podcast where every day we're getting a little better at life. I am your host, Corey Mascara, tuning in today from Melbourne, Australia. Shout out to anyone from Melbourne or Australia. It's great to be here. Today, we're going to be talking about how to turn everything into a meditation and why it might be the key to getting through some very difficult experiences and also very triggering experiences. More to come on that in a moment, but first, let's tune in to the sound of the bells. So, the idea of turning real-life situations into a meditation practice is something I've been practicing for, uh, I don't know, uh, the last several months. At least I've been more intentional with it the last several months. And I've found it to be quite exciting for shifting my relationship to things I'm going through, especially difficult or frustrating experiences. And I've been excited to make a podcast episode on it. To to open this up, let's start by looking at what meditation is. Obviously, we did a whole episode on this. I believe it was episode three. So if you want to go back, you could explore in, in more depth what meditation is. But in general, it's this set period of time where we're choosing very intentionally to be present to, to relax into, and to work through whatever arises during 5 minutes, 10 minutes, 20 minutes, whatever that set period of time is. So if you're sitting there on your meditation cushion or in your chair and you get some discomfort that comes up in the body, instead of immediately turning away from it, getting frustrated by it, or trying to get rid of it, we might practice being with that discomfort or shifting our attention back to the breath. Different strategies, but in general, we're learning to to be with it, to practice being in relationship to it in a way that we might not typically do, where maybe in day-to-day life, we would typically get frustrated by it, get angry about it, try to avoid it or suppress it. And we do this with lots of experiences that come up in the meditation, thoughts, emotions, sensations, a cat scratching on the door while we're trying to practice all of this becomes the the content that we're working through and practicing being with in a meditation practice which is what makes it powerful to have that set period of time to intentionally work with your mind's relationship to experience and of course this will carry over into our day-to-day lives more organically And we practice bringing more presence into our day-to-day life, be more mindful during difficult situations or various circumstances that might arise. So the idea of taking our meditation practice into our day-to-day lives is not a a new concept. It's not a new idea. Essentially, most of this podcast is devoted to that very idea. But the idea of turning experiences, uh, specific situations like a difficult conversation or commute, being stuck in traffic, waiting in a grocery line, of turning those into a meditation practice themselves or viewing them as a meditation practice, 
there are a couple adjustments in that mindset that I think go a very long way in potentially transforming how we work through many moments of our life and potentially find new insights and new peace within those moments. So I'm going to give you two ways that I think we can turn day-to-day experiences into meditation practices and why those could be useful. The first way has to do with the, the simple act of bringing sustained focus and presence to uh, an experience. In a set period of meditation, you're showing up very intentionally for that period of time to stay present to the fullness of that experience. The mind wanders, you come back. The mind wanders, you come back. We're doing that over and over and over, and we understand that as the practice for while we're there. Even if it's frustrating, even if we don't want to do it, even if we're annoyed how much the mind is wandering back, we know the practices to bring it back. Well, that very idea as a practice can be applied to so many moments of our lives. Think about just simply driving. How easy is it for the mind to wander off into ideas, judgments, rumination, positive or negative, just to go off someplace else? Not always the worst thing in the world, but we can use those moments, those experiences as as opportunities for deeper practice, viewing them as a meditation. So while you're on the highway or while you're driving through town, hitting a stoplight, moving forward, waiting in traffic, The full duration of that experience can be viewed as a meditation practice where each time when you notice the mind wandering, you're practicing bringing it back. And in that way, you're using this period of time to develop greater presence, stability of mind, and focus, and potentially feel more ease during that process because you're not caught up in negative rumination. But that's a pretty straightforward one. I think we've talked about that on the podcast and really just relates to bringing more moments and uh, more mindfulness into day-to-day moments of your life. But let's look at a, a situation where this might be a little more meaningful, uh, bringing this perspective into a conversation that you're having. Maybe it's a conversation with a client. Maybe it's a conversation with your partner. Maybe it's a conversation with your child, where in general you might typically show up with a certain degree of presence, but the mind you know, has its usual tendencies to wander off and you're only kind of partially there. What would it be like to make that three-minute interaction, five-minute, ten-minute interaction, or the 30-minute the phone call that you have with a friend or a prospective client or an employee, a colleague, you turned that into a meditation where from the beginning you go in the same way that you would in a meditation practice that I'm going to choose to bring my attention back every time it wanders. I'm going to bring as much presence, as much focus to this experience for the full duration of it as I can. Just make that the practice itself. Well, that could really transform that interaction. And what I like about it is that instead of just making the intention to be more mindful in this conversation, you have an, an overarching goal. There's this awareness that for the duration of this experience, I'm very intentionally practicing something and monitoring where my attention is in the same way that I would very intentionally and deliberately in a meditation practice. And I've, I've found that strategy to be very useful for more mundane experiences in my life, like doing the dishes, 
having conversations that might not be extremely meaningful um, or more just like um, small talk or just driving. Taking this perspective of making them a meditation practice really allows me to deepen my presence in those moments, to not miss those moments of my life, and to find more richness and meaning in those moments. So that's one way that we can bring the idea of uh, a meditation practice into our day-to-day moments, just through simply how we focus uh, and sustain our attention. But the second way, and this way, this is the one that I'm finding a little more meaningful for me, has to do more with bringing the meditating meditation mindset into these experiences of day-to-day life. So what do I mean by that? Well, the, the meditation mindset views everything that arises as an opportunity for practice. A difficult thought arises, and we get to work with that. Do we just let it come and go like a cloud passing through the sky? Do we redirect our attention away from it? Different strategies, but they're all part of exploring how to be with this experience. Same with an emotion, same with a sensation, same with the sound, same with the smell, same with anything that can come up within our experience. It's all an opportunity to be present with it, to to shift our relationship to it, to relax into it. And I don't know if you're like me in this way, but I can understand bringing that into a meditation practice, and then I can forget to bring that perspective into my day-to-day life. It's almost like there's more of an an expectation for things to go the way I want them to go, for people to behave the way I want them to behave, for conversations to unfold the way I want them to unfold, for me to experience a certain degree of ease, for there to not be any traffic, for me to, to have a sense of clarity of what I'm doing and why I'm doing it. All of that, there's, there's less patience and less tolerance for any dissonance between what I want and what is arising. In my meditation practice, I'm kind of excited when uncomfortable experiences arise because I know that they're an opportunity for practice, and if I can get better at being with them, it can impact my life in a more meaningful way. When it comes to -to day-to-day experiences, I often see those discomforts as more of an intrusion. But what would it be like to, to treat those frustrations, those experiences with that meditating mindset of, oh, this is an awesome opportunity for practice to not only sustain focus, attention, presence, but to view anything that arises as something that I can work with and shift my relationship to and note how I'm relating to. So a couple ways this could look in real life. Let's say you're working with your relationship to food, emotional eating, when you're stressed, when you're sad, when you're overwhelmed. Make your next meal a meditation. Not in the sense that you have to slow all the way down or be quiet and still, but in the sense that you're monitoring what's coming up for you in relationship to the experience, not immediately reacting to the emotions that might be inspiring a particular behavior, but practicing going, okay, this is what's here right now, taking a breath, relaxing into it, Noticing the knee-jerk tendencies that might be there, seeing what is a different response in relationship to what's coming up, and practice choosing that response, and then continuing that for the full duration of the meal. That could be one example. Another could be going back to a conversation with someone, let's say your partner, 
and their particular mood is not aligned with where your mood is in that moment. Maybe you're a little bit more upbeat and they're a little bit more down or had a rough day and you feel some tension in meeting them where they're at. You kind of want to be in your own space and frustrated by where they're at. You could view that as a meditation in itself. What would it be like to practice holding their emotion, staying present to your own experience, grounded in yourself, but also uh, stable with them, steady with them, open, receptive, bringing a, a good quality of listening to that person. In this way, you, you take an experience that might have otherwise created some angst within you, and now it's an opportunity for practice, which makes it more uh, of a game. It makes it fun. It makes it something that could help you grow, deepen into presence. One last example could just be at work, working on a, a project, a task, or emails, and viewing the set period of whatever it is that you're working on as a meditation in itself. So that even if you don't want to be doing what you're doing, you get hung up at certain points, you get frustrated by the task at hand, not knowing where to go next, and kind of just wanting to throw your hands up. All of that becomes an opportunity for practice. If doubt arises, you get to learn to work with doubt. If boredom arises, you get to learn to work with boredom. If frustration arises, you get to learn to feel the frustration, not immediately have to react to it all opportunities for growth, and at the very least, it can give meaning to an experience that might otherwise not feel like it has much meaning or isn't serving you in any significant way. The meditator's perspective doesn't exclude anything from the list of experiences that can lead to insights, learning, and growth. So when we put that perspective on Everything has more meaning because it's deepening our exploration and understanding of how to be a human being a little bit better. So, to recap quickly, two ways that you can make more experiences into a meditation in your day-to-day -day life. One, practice the simple art of sustaining attention and presence on that experience, noting when the mind wanders and bringing it back. And two, Bring the meditator's perspective to more experiences throughout the day, viewing them as opportunities to learn to be with what's here now. I'm excited for you to try this out. I think it's a meaningful practice both for yourself, but also all the people around you, your loved ones, your community, and as always, our world at large. So thank you for your practice. I will talk to you tomorrow. And until then, take care. Hey, before you go, a couple announcements in the after party. First, if you're new to this podcast and you'd like some supplemental resources like guided meditations, app recommendations, book recommendations, and sleep meditations, you could text your email address to plus one six three one three three seven eight two nine eight, and you'll get an automated email with all of those resources to your inbox. 
too. If you haven't yet joined our Facebook group, Practicing Human, you can search for that on Facebook, request to join, and then you'll be part of that group. Another uh, way to continue this sense of community, ask questions, comment on the episodes, uh, and get to see the other people that are listening to this podcast and doing this work of Practicing Human. And lastly, if you're enjoying this podcast and you feel inspired to leave a review or rating, that does go a long way for our growth and is much appreciated. As always, if you have uh, topic ideas, uh, things you'd like me to discuss, uh, feel free to reach out to me on Instagram, send me a DM, and I will put those topics in the queue. I always want to make sure this content is relevant to you, so hearing your feedback is very helpful. Thanks so much. I'll talk to you soon. Take care.